Hello and welcome back to Tells. Hello, Andrew Nimi. Hello. Uh, do you want to introduce ourselves? My name is Busi. I am South African born, Vegas living person, human and, being. And I am Andrew, Detroit born on the streets, the hardcore streets. <laughs> now Vegas living as well. Baby. Yeah. That is a non-truth. What do you mean? Detroit streets. <laughs> you were born in the suburbs. Okay, you're right. I was actually born in the suburbs, but it doesn't sound as cool when you say Gross Point compared to Detroit. So a little bit of embellishment there. The streets. I came up on them streets. Okay. Wow. Just wow. And now started in the streets. Here we are in the closet. Welcome back to the closet. We got some feedback. We heard some thoughts about this closet versus couch. Did we? You didn't get any feedback? Mm, I don't think so. Not recently. Um, it was about 50-50. So sometimes we record here in the closet and recently we started a second YouTube channel. Second meaning... Your second. My second one. Yeah, we have a YouTube channel that we started posting the... Uh, uh, the video in as well as the audio of this experience on. Okay, so what do people say? Some people said they like listening to the audio because they listen to it while working out, driving, etc. Mm -hmm. And some people said they really like to see the interaction and body language, mm -hmm. etc., etc. In the video, which you don't get in the audio. Right. So is there? Is there a negative, though, to having the video? Because you could just play the video and not look at it and still hear it in all those different environments, such as the car and the gym or whatever. There's no negative at all, but you asked. Mm -hmm. You posed the question. That's right, I did. You did ask. Mm -hmm. Makes sense. Because it's not like we are going to take one away if we do video. It's not like there won't be audio uploaded onto iTunes, right. as we've always had. Mm -hmm. um, somebody said the audio on the in the closet is much better. Did they? Yeah. I but, could understand that. Yeah, well, you had a microphone problem, you know. <laughs> That's right. Putting the microphone <laughs> so close to your mouth. And waving it all around and weird things happening. Yeah, because you're trying to be a rapper from Detroit. <laughs> Trying to, like, you know, embrace. Hold the microphone. You know how they hold the microphone sort of almost upside down? Mm -hmm. That's what you were trying to do? Trying to embrace my roots. <laughs> what are you laughing at? <laughs> those aren't your roots. <laughs> Sorry. Okay, well. You can't I, claim those. I don't know if we still have a definitive answer on what we're going to do. I think, what I think we should do is maybe do this for another couple of weeks or so from the closet. And then once we've continued the project, uh, once the project that we've started has developed a little bit more and I'm referencing our other form of videos that are on that YouTube channel. Once we've done a few more of those, revert back to the videos, the video form of this podcast. So I don't know why, but that's my feelings. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. It's interesting to work on something together because we are, you have some differing views, yeah. I'd say. Well, I don't know if like, I mean, should should the podcast be on that channel? These are well, the important questions of 
life today. (laughs) (laughs) For somebody who was very video averse, I actually quite like the Tells podcast video. I I do too. So I guess that means we should do it. I just get nervous when those videos get like 700 views and the other format of videos get at least, you know, like a couple thousand. Yeah, but you can't live your life based on views. views. Yes, you're right. You're right. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But thank you so much for everybody who took the time to submit feedback. Let's see. There was one funny one. You said, I love the podcast and I've been listening since the beginning. I'd hate to see it go away. So I'm writing so you don't shut it down like you threatened to do today. (laughs) And he says, audio only gives you more room for discussion of any topic. Audio and video may prompt you to restrict your discussion to topics with visual interest. I'm also on board with no editing or little editing approach. Natural is better. Feels more authentic. Just let it rip. Mm -hmm. So... Uh, thank you for the feedback, Duke. Yeah, thanks, Duke. Sorry about the uh, the threats. <laughs> Please keep your threats to a minimum <laughs> I'll try. this week. I'll try my best. Are you in a better mood this week? I'm in a pretty good mood today, yeah. Yeah? How so? How come? Is it because of our great date? <laughs> um, yeah, that felt good. That was, that was good to do. We went on a date last night. We brought the camera and a ton of audio equipment with us that probably all failed (laughs) but it was fun anyway we had fun um so that's we're gonna wait and see what that product the the product of that looks like but uh mainly i think because i like was honest in the one video that i posted about my feelings and it's good to share your feelings and get them out there you know i don't know if you know that it's good to dump your feelings on a hundred thousand people (laughs) Especially when they're all negative feelings. It's really good. It's really smart to do. <laughs> but I guess it's... Let them deal with it. I'm done with it. <laughs> oh, my goodness. <laughs> well, I think it's probably because 100,000 people can hold those feelings. It's, 100, a, it's 000, a lot. 100,000 sets of hands? Yeah, it's a lot to hold stuff by yourself. And if you share it, then maybe... Is that the illusion that it gives you or the idea? Mm, nah. I mean, I, I like that thought uh, and it's probably true, but I think for me personally, it's like, are people going to, you know, like what's the reaction going to be? Is it going to be like, dude, get get your shit together. It's not that big of a deal. Uh, you're, you have a great life. Like stop whining. Um, and there was uh, some uh, some comments that I really appreciated just saying, you know, like, totally understandable uh doesn't matter like what path you choose as long as you're feeling good about it um you know you don't have to like stick at one path even though people have enjoyed it to this point you know stuff like that so so that reduced the pressure yeah pretty much yeah so that's always nice i don't know what else was happening back in the day yeah i think that i think in the last time we were talking about that like uh in the last episode we we're just talking about like the sort of change is always a little bit iffy you know personally and then especially if you have like people following along it can be terrifying <laughs> what a funny cat you are Nimi. <laughs> why <laughs> just you are do you want to tell the people what you keep 
bringing up that I said years ago, the metaphor that I used that involves an animal, the duck. Oh, that you're the duck mm -hmm. um, and you, if you see him on the street or out and about in the world might appear cool and calm, <laughs> but underneath the surface, <laughs> a hot fucking mess. <laughs> No, not a hot mess, but like when you see a duck on the lake, it just seems to be cruising along. Mm -hmm. Gracefully, yeah. peacefully. Underneath the surface is like furious paddling mm -hmm. or, uh, to, you know, stay afloat yep. and moving forward. Yeah. I told you that like nine years ago or something you said. Yeah. I should have run away then. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I like how you uh, remember things like that, though. It's funny. Nine years ago, it still, I don't know, applies or you remember it or whatever. I mean, sure, everybody can sort of do the duck act, no? Yeah. I think we do it too well sometimes. That's why we have, you know, a lot of, like, mental health issues and stuff like that. Because right. it's like that, that duck thing. Yeah. People need to not bury it so much. All the stress. We're all kind of, like, doing the same thing. You get thought attacks. Thought attacks. Maybe you should t describe what the thought attack is. Describe what that means. Uh, well, I define a thought attack as a stream of thoughts that are usually unproductive, um, a lot of the time untrue. Well, why don't you talk about your most recent thought attack, what that was what entailed? Okay, so uh, earlier this week, I was chatting to a friend over whatsapp and she said i hope i hope life is good or no i hope your life is happy mm -hmm. or something like that um and because it's text the response wasn't immediate right i don't have to immediately respond so like it took a little bit and thought about it and i was like yeah actually you know at five o'clock this morning pretty happy and then 30 minutes later... I was I hadn't gotten up yet and started bothering you. <laughs> oh, sorry. This has nothing to do with me. <laughs> and 30 minutes later, I, uh, I got like this stream of thought. That's a lie. How can you be happy? This is not going well. You don't have as much money as you wanted to have. By the time you were 33, you don't really... You know, there's... What are you going to do with your life? How can you be happy when there's so much pain and strife in the world are you really happy and so that's a lot to come at you with from out of nowhere from, yeah <laughs> from your own brain I know. and it did it felt like it came out of nowhere but i realized that i don't generally use i don't usually if somebody asks you how you are i don't usually say happy and just doing a little bit more exploration of that i realized that to say that I was happy, I never wanted to invalidate somebody else's experience of maybe not being happy in the moment. So then I sort of don't say whether I'm happy or not. I say good because good is non-threatening, right? I mean, that's like the standard response we give. Non-threatening to yourself or to other people? To other people. Okay. So that, obviously, I didn't even know that, right? Because I think you have to investigate the thoughts. Had I known that that was the cause, I wouldn't, I would have worked through that 
a long time ago. I think when people say like, how are you? And you say good. It's almost just like saying hi and hello back. Exactly. But that's exactly it. It's never, it's non-threatening. So if you say to somebody, I'm sad, <laughs> then they go, ah, uh, what am I supposed to do with that? Where exactly <laughs> yeah. do you expect me to put that? <laughs> They're like, I didn't really ask how you are. I was just kind of saying hi. <laughs> I didn't really want to go there. <laughs> yeah, but it wasn't because, you know what I mean? It wasn't like it was coming from a stranger at Starbucks. Yeah. Like if I'd said, I'm happy to a stranger at Starbucks or I'm good, it's probably not going to bring another thought. But I actually know that my friend genuinely is Asking. curious yeah. yeah, or asking how I am because that's how we communicate. I think we should try saying I'm sad to random people <laughs> when they ask, how are you? Like at Starbucks. <laughs> I'm sad. And with a straight face, I'm sad. Yeah, just see what they say. <laughs> but I guess it's like similar to the the conversation, right? Like the, the duck act. So this like furious paddling underneath and on the surface, it's like, it's fine. Everything's great. Nothing's matter. Everything's great. Uh, so it was quite a revelation. Um but also knowing that you can get through that, right? So you're not your thoughts. So just because you think something doesn't mean that's who you are. There's so many things coming at us. You listen to the news, you hear other people's conversations, you have conversations that your parents used to have. So everything that comes into your head or thought is not necessarily your thought. So you have to investigate that thought. Eventually it landed back to, okay, that's, madness you don't have happiness doesn't mean everything's perfect mm -hmm. well i think a lot of people might characterize that as sort of like an anxiety sort of attack or something like that do you think it's maybe not quite was it was there any sort of like physical s sensation or things going on uh sure i mean it wasn't like heart racing mm -hmm. but it was you know not having the ability to just move on from that thought yeah. Right. Because thoughts fleet into your brain all the time. But when a thought or a stream of thoughts sort of gets a hold of you, mm -hmm. I characterize that as a thought attack. I don't know. Like maybe for for some people it might be different. But I think being able to work through that and not numbing because I could easily have gone for a run, which just stops the process. And sometimes you do need to do that. Mm -hmm. But actually going through the whole thought process and coming out on the other side going, okay, I'm okay. Mm -hmm. And that is the most amazing thing too, which I learned from a mom. From a mom? From a mom. My friend Nicole uh, says that to her son. You know, if he is upset or he bumps his head or falls, he, uh, she says, you're okay. And so now I've started using that on myself. I say, I'm okay. Yeah. I'm okay. And the truth is that most of the time you are. What if he like needs stitches and she's just like, you're okay. <laughs> you're okay. No, babe. <laughs> this is just like a, about <laughs> self-regulation. Okay. You know, um, do you have thought attacks? Uh, My little I don't think I've, I generally don't have, I don't remember having them where it comes like, uh, like a bunch of messages like that. Uh, I think for me, it's more kind of 
present in the background, like probably more frequently. So I don't know which is better, which is worse. Um, but like general thoughts about not being in a spot where I sort of was hoping I would be at this point in my life or stuff like that. Mm. Uh, but never like 30 minutes or whatever of message after message after message. Oh, because it's like just in the background. Yeah, sort of. I mean, that's the thing. The stream of thought is always there, right? Mm -hmm. um, but you can... It just took me by surprise because I didn't think that I had that, like, it was almost a accusatory, like, angry voice. Mm -hmm. You know, I was like, oh, who's, whose voice is that? Mm -hmm. Because obviously, as you grow, the, the, the idea is to not speak to yourself like that, right? Speak to yourself gentler, negotiate with yourself and not be a tyrant to yourself, yeah. right? Um, so... Yeah, that was it was just surprising. I was like, whoa, whoa. Mm -hmm. But I realized it was because I said I was happy. So hmm. don't say don't say you're happy, anybody. Never You'll get a thought attack. Never joking. Never say you're happy. Ne <laughs> never be happy. <laughs> never pretend like you're happy. We're gonna attack you. <laughs> <laughs> I am actually I'm quite grateful for that experience. Um but let us know. Do you do you have thought attacks? How should they let us know? Hello at healthpodcast.com. Mm -hmm. We want to hear about your thought attack. You don't have thought attacks. You just have a constant static in the background. Constant uh, medium level of stress. Medium to high. Sometimes. Varies between medium and high. How do you deal with stress? I bury it. I paddle underneath the surface. <laughs> so you just pretend it's not there? No, I like, I try to, I do work. So I like try to. Uh, you just work? Yeah. You work. But you don't work on the stress. You just like. No. Do things that you think will alleviate the stress. Yeah. Okay. So let's just talk about that for a minute. <laughs> okay. If you keep doing things that you think allevi like will alleviate the stress. Yeah. But it. The stress never gets less. Do you see what the problem could be? Well, I count my money. <laughs> and <laughs> if, if that number isn't going up enough at a fast enough pace, then the stress is going to stay there. But if that number increases at a faster pace, the stress will decrease. That's not true, though. How do you know? Because you know that. So you, how many times on this podcast have you said you cannot judge one poker session on poker session? Okay. You have to use like cumulative, play the long game, right? Okay. What does that have to do with this? You know that there's going to be dips. So if you are basing whether you're stressed or not on the amount of money that's coming or going in your life, mm -hmm. then you're never going to be not stressed. I don't Because know. it will always be fluctuating based Should it on be? the nature of the business. Maybe. Maybe not. Maybe we get to a point where there's because just constant money coming in. <laughs> but then what, because what is the, what's the rate? Unless you yeah. define the rate. Unless you say if 
at the end of the year, mm-hmm. I haven't made more money than I made last year, mm-hmm. then I will be stressed, which is also silly, but <laughs> do you know what I mean? And I'm not saying I don't have stress, so I'm just like, oh, this life is perfect right. for me. Yeah. But dealing with the stress in the moment. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's good to talk about these things, though. Okay, so shall we talk about something a little bit more upbeat? What are you excited for in the upcoming week? Uh, in the upcoming week. Or, yeah, in the in the near future. Uh, yeah, get back on the road. It'll be good uh, to get back on the road out of Vegas. Um, even when it's not like WSOP time or... I think I think poker aside, I think it's important to get out of Las Vegas every so often. Ah, uh, no. I think so. I it's think it's important to get out of anywhere. Yeah. Las Vegas, Las Vegas. Fair enough, but I think Las Vegas, I've described it as an island without water. I think you're sort of like here. I just which might be silly, but I just sort of envision us like here in this city surrounded by desert. And it's like this sort of weird city that people use for a certain reason. You know, like we've talked about how people use it as like the city is kind of like a big office. So anyway, I think it's good to sort of escape the whole vibe and the whole city and escape the desert and uh, get out of town every so often. So like during WSOP, I've always just been here throughout the entirety of it for the most part. Uh, So it'll be good to get out. Off to Florida we go. First stop, Pompano. Is it Pompano Beach or Pompano Park or something like that? Fly out on Tuesday. Uh, meetup game on Wednesday. I think we get there kind of late on Tuesday night. So not much until the game on Wednesday, which should be pretty fun. Uh, I think we're starting at 6 p.m. at the Isle in Pompano. Then we're, he- we're there. Let's see. Thursday, Friday is when the tournament starts. They have a tournament series going on. So we'll be hopping in the main event, $1,500 main event thing. So we'll play that. Thursday is open to do whatever, maybe play poker, maybe not. Friday, maybe play the tournament, but there's multiple day ones. So either Friday or Saturday, and then there's, if, you know, whatever day we don't play, that's another open day. It'd yes, be good. Get some sun, please. All right, I'll get some sun. And then s- Sunday? I think Sunday. Yeah, we're up to, heading up to Maryland Live Casino, hang out up there for a few days. Another meetup game up there on the 30th. I'm turning in my car. Are you excited? No. Why? Because I don't have a plan yet for the next car. When have you ever had a plan for a car in my life? Well, I usually look on the website and see like, okay, that car looks pretty cool. Yeah, I'll go with that one. And like VW, very affordable lease options. <laughs> very affordable. And yeah. I'm sure you some other places have, no? For some reason, VW, for like the, st- I really like the style, uh, the design. And uh, for that design, type of design, uh, like nothing comes close in price. I really love the Audis. Mm. Um, way more expensive. Uh, really like Tesla. Way more expensive. What do you think about cars? They suck. <laughs> <laughs> I actually really like driving. Um, but I would also really like it if I could take public transportation everywhere. Uh, or if like cars were electric that would make me feel better about them something about digging that stuff out of the ground and burning it seems wrong and uh about oil? Has, yes has led to many a conflict 
And um, fixing cars is something I have no interest in ever learning how to do. Is that why you lease? Yeah, cars? that's why I lease because things start breaking at three years in, and that's when I need to unload a car. No, touch wood. I am keeping my car until it will not drive again. No, we'll get rid of it before that happens. Why? Because I, I ain't nobody it, got time to deal with that. Yeah, but I mean, like, if nothing's wrong with it. Yeah, sure. You know, so, I mean, I... Things happen. Loved cars. Things start happening to cars before they're undrivable, like on a weekly basis. Speak for yourself. My car is just going to be fine. Thank you very much. <laughs> okay. But I used to love cars like love cars so much so like if a whatever what was it porsche 911 turbo pulled up beside me like my heart would start racing a little bit i'd be like oh my god oh yeah so beautiful okay and now i get like none of it mm -hmm. good what, what do you think happened Maybe me. You killed it now. <laughs> Probably. No, I think in uh in the in America I found that cars weren't so valuable. Like unless you're in like Hollywood where people drive like Bentleys and stuff like that. In South Africa everybody was like car proud. You're very car proud. Like you take your car to the car wash. And here people were like driving with a bender, like half falling off. It's like no problem, whatever. Defender. The Fender? Yeah. I think especially in New York. I saw how cars were treated in New York. Mm -hmm. You know how there's like so such a limited amount of parking space? Yeah. So people park like right on your tail. And in order to get out, they like bump your car a little bit. <laughs> right. I was like, I am never getting a car in the US. <laughs> um, yeah. Plus probably all those taxis are in disrepair. Yeah. And then luckily... In, in Vegas, is like so much room to drive and parking is in abundance. So you don't have to park right on top of each other. But yeah, I just didn't find that people cared about cars as much here. And there was a lot of cars that I grew up with, which weren't here, right? Like, I don't think American cars are not that good looking. Like <laughs> right. Chevrolets are not that yeah. hot. That's why I never understood like why my friends were always so into cars. Like, Oh, grew up just outside Detroit and, uh, you know, the motor city and all that stuff. And my friends were like, Oh yeah, cars. And like one of my good friends, his dad works for Chrysler. And, uh, so yeah, like these companies and like, this is, you know, Detroit, everyone knows that Detroit was in such terrible shape for a long time. They were so reliant on the car industry that, um, basically like, in some, to some degree, like abandoned Detroit. These companies like, you know, moved a lot of factories away, uh, out of the country or whatever. And these companies left Detroit kind of high and dry for lots of years. You know, there's exactly. other fact, there's other factors too, but like, I never understood the, the interest in cars. And I was like, yeah, no interest in myself in these things. But I think like, there's never anything inspiring about these companies. But some of the cars are made beautifully. Like my dream car used to be a Bugatti Veyron. Like that is a piece of beauty. Okay. Like the curves, just gorgeous. Yeah, I don't know. Whatever. Don't get the feels for a Ford. <laughs> a Mustang? American muscle? Mm, I just 
fell out of love with cause, which is probably a good thing. Yeah. So anyway, I don't know what I'm gonna, I don't know what I'm going to do. I have to take my car back on Monday. I think you overstressed about this car thing. Like, if you haven't picked a car, just drive the car you have until you pick a car. What do you mean? Like nobody cares about this whole lease thing. Getting <laughs> it back on time. You're crazy. overly stressed about You're it. You're crazy. Like what? What do they need the car for? Uh, there's going to be some some fee. You think I should keep sending them the the money? Yeah, just keep paying the. How car. does it even work? Because. So what? Then they're going to be like, "Sorry, Mister Nimi, where am I going to not going to? Take... Where am I going to send the money? Because does that money not come out direct debit? Yeah, but they Just... have it set until to do that until the end they of the term. Would keep taking that money if you didn't take that car back. <laughs> I can assure you, I think okay. they will cancel the direct debit when they have the car in the possession. If the car is not in their possession, they would just no. Keep... They'll tack on some late fee. You don't think they're going to try and get more money? No. Yeah. They want you to stay a VW customer. They wouldn't. Sure, they want that. Piss you off by a late fee for another 36 months worth of car payment. So what happens if you ask them? What happens if I don't take my car back? What are they going to say? They'd be like, we'd really like you to bring it back. Because obviously (laughs) they want you to sign a new lease but there's literally nothing that they would do to you because as long as you're still paying that car what do they care well because it's not under contract anymore so whatever month month to month (laughs) there's no such thing you do it with your rental there's no month to month all right fine tune in next week to find out what happens with my car (laughs) what happened with my car probably have a new one but we'll see we got one more piece of feedback okay. from uh, Larissa. And Larissa says, Oh my God, great vlogs, Andrew and Boosie. I've been a fan of Andrew's poker vlog since he started, and I'm thrilled to see a collaboration of the two of you. That's nice. So thank you so much, Larissa. That's nice. Yeah. Do you like collaborating? Are you good? To, are you happy to see us collaborating? Sometimes. Sometimes you're a difficult collaboration partner. <laughs> I don't think so. Uh, maybe it's my insecurity, but I sometimes want to go, well, Andrew's got the more, like most experience, so I should let him, you know, like lead the creative. Mm-hmm. But I also have like strong ideas mm-hmm. about how the video should look. Okay. I'm happy um, to uh, put those ideas into motion. But yeah, I mean, that's part of the thing, right? Collaboration, learning how to work together mm-hmm. more efficiently. Yes, so what's the problem? You being a <laughs> bossy boots. Am I? Yeah. Well, what? Well, I have this vision, he says. <laughs> yeah, but I said. Like this vision I didn't in say, my mind. I didn't say it needs to be this. I said, I want to try this. Let's just try it and see how it is. And then we'll try yours and see how it is. Or we'll try other things and see how those things are. How about... What are we going to record this week? Mm, let's record this, I say. Mm-hmm. And then come the day of recording. What are we going to record today? <laughs> okay. Just like I just told you like three days ago, uh-huh. what we're recording yeah. and how it's going to go. And what do I say? But I have this vision <laughs> in my head. 
So anyway. <laughs> yeah. We got to record good stuff before we get to that other stuff. <laughs> Thank so. you so much for listening to Tales. If you like this podcast, please leave us a review on iTunes or Google Play or Stitcher, wherever you find your podcast. Also, let us know what you would like to hear more of on Tales podcast. Yeah. We love to hear from you. And until next time. Bye. Bye.